Hey guys, welcome back to Maybe Eventually. Uh, today's date is, you can help me with this one a little bit, April, April 16. 16, 20, 21. 21. <laughs> um, and we, this is a Friday, so mm-hmm. I just got off of work for the week, and you have one more day of work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, um, what can we fill in from last week that we've done kind of since then? Mm, our second dose of the Pfizer vaccine is coming up. It's going to be Monday. Monday. Um, did we talk about Bowie's birthday last week? I don't think we did. So he had his birthday between last week's episode and this week? I don't think so. No? Well, Bowie turned five on what day? April 5th. April 5th. And we made him a gluten-free doggy pizza. Mm-hmm. And I tried a piece of it, and it was no good. <laughs> I mean, I like, the toppings and everything was good, but, like, this company, whatever company we bought it from, uh, or brand, whatever brand... The crust was from. The crust was from. Um, they need to work out a little bit more kinks out of their gluten-free crust, because... It tasted like I was eating, mm, like if Play-Doh was like in between stages of being hard and soft. That's gross. It was gross. Bowie liked it, though. Bowie loved it. Yeah, he loved it. He didn't get to finish eating the whole thing. It was kind of big, too big for him. Yeah. But we gave him half of it. He definitely liked it. Yeah. And then we ended up throwing the other half away. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't tell Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened? Oh, our oven freaked out on us The when oh, we were trying yeah. to cook it for him. Yeah, it apparently the knob. So we have a really out-of-date oven. Antiquated, <laughs> I would say. Yeah, it sucks. And it's got like a little knob on it. And when we were making Bowie's pizza... I was like, why is it taking so long to get to the temperature that we set it to? Uh-huh. To the point where I just thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to put it in. <laughs> so then all of a sudden, the parchment paper was like burning. Yeah, it was like black. <laughs> I was like, it smells not very good right now. Um, <laughs> and it, because it was like, it felt like it was hotter than it yeah. was set to. It was set to like 400, which is, it, we normally do. And I swear to you, I think it was actually radiating at 600. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's possible. And it changed the way the pan looks for forever. There's yeah. like a perfect circle where the gluten-free denied like it to be burnt underneath it. Yeah. It, um, that to me like proves that it got hotter than what it was set to. I, I agree. Um, and Bowie's Pizza came out as basically a hockey puck at that point <laughs> with some fucking flaky pepperones on top. Um, and so we trashed that and we were kind of panicking. I was in the breaker room flipping sh- shit because we could not turn off the oven. The oven, yeah. I turned it off and I felt like it was only getting hotter. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the panic. I think that was just the panic. Um, but, you know, oh, goodness. This is a this is a story part that I I kind of forget to tell people whenever I I reiterate this story to people. Mm-hmm. Um, both of our fire alarms went off. Oh yeah, and they're they're right in the in the doorway of our bedroom to the living room, and I got up on a chair. 
because I was going to pull down both of them at the exact same time. Yeah. And as I stood up from the chair, I bashed my head oh. square perfectly into the door frame like it wasn't there. It was there. loud. It felt like, baby, I <laughs> I had crunched my neck down a couple of inches. It felt like <laughs> it felt like I, I per- permanently bonked myself a couple of inches shorter. That's what it felt like. Like that guy from 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> I felt like 90 Day Fiance Goblin Man for sure. <laughs> I used to know his name, but I don't remember. I think right his name's like Ed or some shit. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, like Big Ed or something. I think it's like uh, fucking Goblin Ed. <laughs> um, but yeah, I broke the clip that like holds the, the fucking fire alarm into our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And so now it's hanging from a thumbtack <laughs> in like the exact same spot. Well, no, not the exact same spot. No, you're, it's not. <laughs> you're kind of upset about that. Uh, but it is the best that I could do. I'm sorry. No, you could put it right above <laughs> where the thing is already located. Yeah, maybe. I could figure it out. I'm afraid of getting up on a chair again. I'm afraid of bonking my neck down, crunching, crunching <laughs> my neck. Um, what else happened? Uh, For some reason, I'm just drawing a blank. Like, I feel like nothing happened. Yeah. I mean, not a lot has happened. We had dinner with your moms and Nick. Oh, true. Yeah. That went pretty well. Um, They don't live in our city. No. Well, Nick does, but on the complete other side of town. My moms currently live in Mission with Todd, my brother. Um, You know, when Nick was talking about the COVID vaccines at, or the COVID, I guess, uh, positive cases here uh-huh. in Saytown, 210 Countdown City, um, I was like awestruck. I didn't realize it was so low. Like there hasn't been like a lot of deaths. Yeah. And I think the hospital has like enough capacity mm-hmm. um, and ventilators too. Yeah. So basically it's not terrible right now. Okay. Well, I mean, I'm. I guess I'm proud of that. And a lot of people are vaccinated. Yeah. I think last time I checked, and this is old news now, like days old. Mm -hmm. Like the first dose, there was at like 700,000. And the second, like fully vaccinated, Uh was at like 500,000. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's getting up there. I'm sure it's, you know. I feel like that's a benefit of being in a larger city. I feel like a lot of larger cities just end up being... um, more receptive to what is kind of um, expected of them. You know what I mean? Right. And so I I, I attribute that to that. Yeah, honestly. I agree. Because, like, you know, you think about a lot of the smaller towns around here, and it's like, mm-hmm. boy, howdy, it's like the, like the true Wild West out there, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> I think the... I think it was, like, in 2012 or something like that, I went to a Chili's, in Jordanton, no, in Pleasanton. It's like right on the border of Jordanton and Pleasanton. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, there were some homies up in that bitch smoking cigarettes at the bar inside of the building. Yeah. I and mean, it, and it's like, yeah, of course it's a Chili's. We know what a Chili's is. We get the fucking same shit out of Chili's that we would get anywhere, but it was like a completely different world. Yeah. It was blowing my mind. They make their own rules. <laughs> They make their own rules. Um, Let's talk about our goals from last week. Uh, Let me grab the pad. I'm handing it to you. What what does it look like? 
Can you say right away, did we keep up with any of these goals? Kind of. Okay. So one of them, which was both of our goals, was to find wedding locations. Oh, yeah. You did that far better than I did. Yeah. Did you even try? No, I didn't. So we were supposed to on Sunday. And yeah, that was the day. That was the day that we saw my parents. Yeah, that was we kind of just took that day as like a relax mm-hmm. day. So we didn't really try. And I think we watched a couple of movies. Did we watch two movies? Is that true? I want to say yes, but I don't know. I could be mixing it up with the week before. We watched, I think we watched The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And then I think we did watch... Did we watch Howl's Moving Castle? We might have watched Howl's Moving Castle that day. Okay, yeah. Which, officially, second Ghibli movie I've ever seen. Yeah. I think it was on Sunday. So basically, Sunday was just... Like a very chill day. Yeah, we just, we didn't do what we were supposed to do. I think the chicken, fried chicken that I got from that dinner with my parents is still sitting in the fridge. It is. Yeah, I'll throw that out. Uh, <laughs> but I did make a little bit of progress. So I reached out to three venues. Yes. Um, did, did any of them reply yet? Yeah, two of them replied already oh. with pricing and stuff. So I think that's where one of them literally replied today. The other one replied yesterday. Oh, okay. So this is like brand new. Mm-hmm. So, you know, this is where once I get the third one, we'll go over all that information. Yes. Maybe share it with our we, family. We can already probably start sending screenshots to my moms and, and showing your parents tomorrow whenever we go see them. Yeah, I think um, we're headed in the right direction. It's just not a surefire thing yet. Right. But we're working on it. So I'm proud of that. At least I was able to get something done mm-hmm. when it came to that. Um The other one I had was to read Ethical Style Journal because I bought like all seven of their issues. Oh, yeah. And... You started digging into that, but you didn't get too far? I read uh, I read all of issue six. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know why I started with six. I just did chose it, to. Did it seem like the most appealing? I don't know. I think I just... So one through six is bundled into one document for me. Oh, okay. And seven is on its own. So I think I just went to that. I saw it at the end, and I just clicked on it. But um, I did find an article that um, I did want to talk about. Oh, okay. So Ethical Style Journal is a magazine that's made by um, a woman here in San Antonio. Mm-hmm. So she talks, it's not like a local thing. She talks about, you know, ethical everything and sustainable everything around the world. But um, I actually came across an article with a company called Unravel Co. And they're actually based in Austin. Oh, okay. What does Unravel Co. do? They make... Um, <laughs> I said that stupidly. What does Unravel Co. do? They make um, like straw-based bags and like... Straws and like hay? No. Or not straw. Oh, my God. Wicker. Oh, wicker. Okay. Um, And they have like bags and like house accessories. Like, you know, kind of like our thing that holds the blanket. Yeah. You know, like little things like that. Just places where you can store stuff. So um, the article is about uh, one of the founders of the brand. She visited Ghana, uh-huh. which is where she gets the products sourced from. So I thought that was really cool. I thought yeah. that was a cool concept um, because obviously like one of the better things about like an ethical brand is that they're transparent and um, 
you know, they meet all these very specific requirements and regulations. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was just nice that she wanted to go like above and beyond and get to know the people who make her stuff and um, kind of just like learn from them and like kind of do some of the projects with them. I don't know. I thought that was really cute. Um, plus, I went to their website and who's the Unravel? Okay, uh, and they have really cute stuff, and it's oh, pretty yeah? affordable. Like it's like you can get a bag for like less than a hundred dollars, and that's pretty affordable considering that it's all handmade. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's and it's beautiful. Um, so if you want to give them a follow on like Instagram, and it has like a link to their website, it's Unravel Co. Okay, I'll put it in the show description. Mm-hmm. What was your goal? What was my goal? It was try to overcome my self-doubt. Yep. Um, That is still in process. Did you do anything to progress at all? Yeah. I mean, I watched videos about it and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's It's so much easier to hear someone say what you should do. And and know that that is exactly how you should overcome something, or or you know like challenge yeah. yourself, or or you know that that's the necessary steps. It's so easy to hear someone say that, but it's it's a different thing to act on it wholly. Oh sure. And so, I'm I'm still struggling with it a little bit. The blacklist is playing right now, and it is far louder than it should be anywhere ever i'm just kidding um but yeah no i mean that's still that's still uh well why don't I'm you still make, working on it why don't you make yourself or set yourself a more realistic goal like a tangible goal i don't know i don't know i, I what is a tangible goal like a page count what do you mean no what would be a more tangible goal i don't know because i don't know what you're having issues with like i know you're having issues with just doing it period and liking it Mm -hmm. but what would be a small step towards being productive i don't know that's i think that's something that i'm still struggling with is i i am enjoying what i'm writing right now i just i i need to figure out how to motivate myself now i think it's just there's always something there's always a hurdle it feels like because i enjoy what i'm making right now and i have a a good idea of where i want to take it but it's like what i have on page right now if i were to look at it i'd be like yeah I'd show this to an editor. I'd show this to other people. I'd show this to people really? I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I don't think you've ever said that before. Oh, I've definitely said that before. With what? Plenty of things. Like what? Uh, do I have to bust open the laptop and and look? Like, what do you mean? No, there's there's been scripts that I've 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 written that I'm like at this point right here, from from this page to this page, I'd show an editor. And I feel that way about these same 11 pages that I had last week or the week before or whenever okay. that it's, it's pretty solid. But I just, I feel like, I feel like it's, 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 I'm, I'm building this beautiful tower and the next few bricks are 
already rotten. They're already fucking chipped to shit. And I know that once I start stacking it, it's somehow going to tumble the rest of the shit down. That's what happens every time. I find something that I'm really in the groove with, and it's a long stretch of something good, and then I start writing, and then I realize, oh, I I decided this might actually be better, and everything that I have right now, it, like my ideas shift, and everything that I have right now is no longer good and suddenly dog shit, and I just save the project and then open another page or an open project, and I just name it the same shit, but point one or point two or so on and so forth. Sure. You know what I mean? And I start all the way over. You're gonna you. There's countless scripts on my laptop where it's it's just the the same first ten pages written differently or sometimes vastly differently uh-huh. over and over. And it it's just the same shit all the time. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to. Like, I, I tell myself, maybe I should just push through and finish the story and then go back and fix what I, I want. But I don't know. It just, it feels Why can't you wrong. Finish? Because I, like, I, I'll be telling a story I, I fucking hate. And so if I finish, then it's like, yeah, all of this shit, I want it different. All of it, all the way down. And it's like, why did I finish it if I'm just going to rewrite the whole fucking thing, anyways? I don't know how to not hate what I've made. I don't know how to do it. I really, I'm... That's that's what every writer has to go through. It's just, I don't know. I I can't... I, I have to feel like what I've made is the right version of the thing that I want to make. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't settle on something that I feel is subpar. Like, it has to be true to the idea. And if I hate myself, then everything I'm going to make, I'm going to hate. Oh, babe, we're recording again. Right now? Yeah. You want to get back into it? Wait, wait for me. Okay. Okay, I'm back. Okay. Um, we just read the what I've written for the story so far. Um, how do you feel about it without, I guess, saying too much? It's kind of hard. Uh, <laughs> I mean, because so like, I'm I'm like in a panicked state, like not so much anymore. But, you know, right before we read it, I was in a panicked state, like mm-hmm. freaking out about my own personal writing and how I personally feel about it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about it without, I, mean, I guess, tooting my horn? So one comment you made about me, mm-hmm. which I, I I understand and it makes sense is that no matter what, I'm going to be slightly biased by how much I love you, right? Yes. But also, I am a smart human being. Uh-huh. That can think for yourself. Yeah. And I mean, while we were, because Ian read it out loud and I was reading along as well. Uh-huh. Um, and I, I told you all my feelings as we were going and I asked questions because that's the type of person that I am. Yes. And I mean, I thought it was really well paced because one thing that I don't, that's kind of going against me is that I'm not familiar with reading comic books, right? Yeah. So I don't know, like, if we're 11 pages in, that tells me we're halfway through one issue. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, oh, well, maybe, you know, we need to sp- speed up the pace in a section here or there. Not a lot, maybe like two sections. You felt like it was evenly paced? 
once I learned that we're halfway through one issue out of maybe four or five, mm-hmm. that's when I was like, okay, this is good. Because oh. I feel like I'd rather get a better feel of who the main character is. Mm-hmm. And that requires some thinking to yourself and, yeah. you know, describing what you're seeing from your perspective. So it makes sense to me. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I would like to, I know the ending because you told me, mm-hmm. but I don't know what happens. But knowing between, the ending. Yeah, between here and the ending, yeah. Knowing what the ending is, it's like, I have literally no clue how you can get there. <laughs> so I'm excited to learn of what has to happen. You, you know, stuff like this, these kind of like interactions that you and I have where I finally am like, okay, fine. I, I'll just show you what I have because I'm very, mm-hmm. um, not secretive, but I'm very self-conscious of what yeah. I have. And I feel like it needs to be in a later state than, you know, I oh, I just wrote this down before I show it to people. Um I felt like, um, I forgot, I don't remember where I was going with this, but basically I, this interaction that we have where you're able to read it and give me some feedback always boosts my mm. morale and like by a lot. Um, and so I appreciate that and I, I thank you and I love you I and love I'm grateful you. for you and um, <laughs> I'll go melt into a little puddle now. <laughs> um, do you want to take a quick break and when we come back we can start talking about a couple of things. Do you want to just talk about your thing this week? We, we can keep it a shorter episode. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of our thing anyway. It is kind of our thing anyways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We'll take a quick break and when we come back we'll talk about Welcome back to Maybe Eventually. Uh, so we're going to talk about my thing, uh-huh. which is kind of our thing. Yes. Right? Because we, we've established that we're going to tell each other what our thing for the episode is prior to the episode. Yes. Um, it was kind of fun surprising each other, but I kind of like this better. Yeah. Um, so the thing is, Joe Para talks with you. Oh, it's such a good show. It's such a good show. Um, Do you, did you write down some facts about it? Yeah. So... Kind of. Okay, we'll talk, yeah, yeah, drop it all. So it's a two-season show right now. Yes. Potentially maybe looks like there's going to be a third. According to Reddit. (laughs) (laughs) But basically, the way I'd like to describe it, well, first of all, it was on Adult Swim. Yes. Which kind of gives you a vibe of what to expect. Yeah, you're right away, like, because, okay, yes. Like, you know it's going to be kind of weird, right? Uh Uh-huh, yeah. So... The way I would describe it is it's a low-key comedy about a teacher in Michigan who explores somewhat mundane topics of life with you. Yes. But gives you a unique perspective. Definitely. Um, So it goes, like, the first few episodes, it's, like, kind of like an educational how-to. and Yeah, or, like, how how does this, how is this made? Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, It's very, like... Inf- info it, no no educational yeah, yeah you said it right it, you, you it's it educational yeah. yeah it's it reminds me of like watching like a how-to video or how it's made those yeah, yeah it, it's very much like that but then it turns into like an actual show about people and about him specifically yeah about him and the people that he loves yeah 
And Which are very limited. <laughs> very true. Um, one thing I really love about this show is that Joe Para is so personal mm-hmm. to it. Like he, it seems like he's very vulnerable. Like it, it's a character. It's a play. It's a character. Yeah. Um, but it he comes across as so like genuine. You know what I mean? Yeah. He does such a good job. Like, it, okay, I was shocked when I found out he's from New York. Yeah, he's not even from Michigan. Like. Or- what <laughs> that blew me away like to me he's this old man yeah. <laughs> that's literally from the up as he always yeah. says yeah um and it blew me away that he's from new york it doesn't it doesn't make like any he sense. does such a good job at portraying his character that i 100 percent believe that that's who he was i agree and then i found out he's like in his 30s, and he's married. Oh, I didn't know he was married. And he has, like, two children. What? I didn't know that. What? That's Apparently, incredible. Apparently, like, he keeps his family very private. I, yeah. He so. seems like, like, hey, I want you to only know my character. Exactly. He seems like that kind Because of, on Instagram, did you visit his Instagram? No, but I remember you showed it to me when you yeah. found out he had one. Yeah, it's it's just tomatoes. Yeah. It's like, just various different cartoon or actual or mashed or diced or tomatoes on a car or tomatoes uh, in a boat or, you know, yeah. just tomatoes everywhere. It's always something to do with tomatoes. Um, just recently, he did his 1,000th post of a tomato. <laughs> and it's it's a good Instagram. And what's funny is the show Joe Parra Talks With You had nothing to do with tomatoes. There's no tomato in there. I wonder, like, what goes on in his mind. <laughs> yeah, it's in. It's incredible to, because what I read, I read this not that long ago, or no, I heard it in a podcast. He was on a podcast I listened to, mm-hmm. and he basically uh, said that his the show is a character that he does on stage, right? And it's just kind of just become like this exaggerated version of himself where mm-hmm. like he does kind of walk slowly but he's like well this joe Perro would walk even slower you know yeah like he w- i remember reading something similar to that um like there was quotes similar to what you just said uh-huh where like his friends kind of joked around that you could fall asleep to his like <laughs> to stand up mannerism and <laughs> the way that he is and he thought well how can i translate that into a show yeah except he takes it he was like saying basically like the show it's easier to portray this character because you have that comfortability of watching it and potentially falling asleep yeah uh whereas you can't really do that you know i think one thing that that um got you hooked pretty quickly is the just the extreme calm that this show brings yeah it's like it's not asmr Uh uh-huh Exactly, but there's parts where it reminds you of ASMR videos. Mm-hmm. And he uses, like, ASMR is audible, obviously, mm-hmm. but it's also visual. And the visuals that he includes are also... This show is yeah. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's such a good-looking show. There's so many shots that are just so wonderful. Um, do you remember what your favorite episode might be? Ooh. I think... It's it's a toss up between the Joe Para, what is it? Teaches you how to do a church uh, announcements or he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah you know that one or oh the Fourth of July one I think where they're popping fireworks or something like that or is it New Year's? I can't remember. I wish I had it right in front of me, but we we just finished it 
a couple days ago. Yeah. We watched the special. Joe Para mm-hmm. uh, talks over relaxing footage or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, all of it is currently, at the time of recording this, on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've been watching it. And I can't wait to start rewatching it mm-hmm. again because it's so good. We, we were kind of... Um trying to space out watching all of the episodes yeah, so for as long last, as we could so it would last longer for us yeah and it's cuz it's it was it was a show that instantly became like just like a positive mm-hmm. feeling palate cleanser kind of a show so we wanted to just prolong that as much as we could but when we watched an episode the other day it was Do you want to spoil it? No, I'm not going to spoil okay. it. Okay. There's 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 an episode in the second season yeah. that it leaves you on a pretty huge cliffhanger or yeah. just a feeling of like like you incom- do not see this coming. Yeah, it's it's something that makes you feel suddenly incomplete mm-hmm. and you're like, well, now I need to finish this yeah. to understand why this happened. <laughs> we needed closure. Yeah, where we're going from here. Um, but yeah, it's it's a beautiful show. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for more. It kind of it I don't want to I don't want to ruin our chances of getting a third season. But if this was all we had of mm-hmm. this show, it ends beautifully. It does, yeah. And it's such a good show. And you know, I feel bad for saying like, oh, it only gets better mm-hmm. as time goes on. But I still cherish even the first episode. Yeah. Like they're all so good in their own way, but clearly they just developed it and went further as they got more into the show. Uh-huh. But um every episode is honestly just so perfectly what it is yeah and there was a lot of times where i was actually like dying of laughter Mm -hmm. there was the bit where he talks about rat race and how it came up (laughs) twice in his life oh yeah once because he was looking up uh movies about rats for his musical about rats and Mm -hmm. then another time because he was growing a bean arch and so he looked up movies about beans and fucking rowan atkinson is that his name the guy that plays mr bean is also in rat race so Mm -hmm. I just thought that was so it's funny. It's so clever. I laughed so fucking hard. Um, who who would you think, or who do you think is your favorite character in the show besides Joe? Because, I mean, I, I think I can speak for both of us. We both love Joe a lot. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Nana. Oh, Nana. Yeah, she's sweet. Um. I like a lot of the flashbacks that they have with Nana and mm-hmm. stuff. And I like the where they're dressed up as the like fucking cyber goth twins yeah. from the fucking Matrix, the Matrix for Halloween. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I think I like Jean a lot. Yeah, Jean, definitely. Jean is uh, Joe's best friend. Mm-hmm. And he's uh, he's sweet. It's just so cute that is like the people he surrounds himself with are older uh-huh. except the people that have to be in his life that he didn't kind of choose like his neighbors mm-hmm, true have, oh, he didn't really the choose Melskis. them yeah God damn it. <laughs> and then obviously like his love interest yeah but that makes but she's also a weird old person too. <laughs> <laughs> she's a secret old person too yeah <laughs> i uh, love that in the i think it was the second episode uh-huh. where he went to the diner and it was like what he's gonna yeah. eat for breakfast. Um, I love that they made a joke about like, is he like thirty? Is oh, he like eighty? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's exactly how I felt. Yeah. And I remember like looking at you like when we first watched this show. You were like you were confused. I was like, is he actually old? Like I can't <laughs> tell. <laughs> 
Just the way he moves is perfect. Um, but I think everyone honestly could enjoy this show. I and agree. I, we got my sister mm-hmm. to watch it. Yeah. And, sis- and her boyfriend too, right? Yeah. Christy and Kellner watched it. I think they finished it. Mm-hmm. So, and I never would have thought, honestly, this show is so random that I wouldn't think like if I told someone to watch it that they'd watch it. But she watched the whole thing. Yep. And, you know, it's funny. I told my our friends, uh, Kenny and Myra, to watch mm-hmm. it. And they accidentally watched a different show. They watched fucking oh, yeah. How To with John Wilson, which is mm-hmm. also very good. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's just so funny that I was like, no, you got to watch Joe Para. Mm-hmm. And since they watched Joe, John Wilson, I thought that they weren't going to like Joe Para. You know what I mean? I felt like it was going to be oh, yeah. immediately um, like... Uh, comparable in their minds and they were going to be right. like, yeah, I don't want to watch that. But Kenny told me last time I saw him that he he watched the episode that we watched where we were like, well, we should finish the show now. Yeah. And he was like, God damn it. I, and he said that he was like asleep and Myra was like, no, just one more episode. And then they watched that episode oh, and he's like, no. fuck, let's keep watching. And so <laughs> they, they fucking finished the show <laughs> at like fucking three in the morning oh or some my shit. Gosh. Oh, and that's another thing that's great about the show is yes. it's short. Yep. It's just these little bite sized little mm-hmm. pieces. Um, I could I would recommend this to anybody that genuinely enjoys like just soft easy things every now and again mm-hmm. because that's exactly what it is and i think this is going to be beloved and cherished by ashley and i forever this is a show that i'm going to show our children oh yeah like this is this is a staple in, mm-hmm. <laughs> in like our <laughs> our love of uh media i think yeah no 100 percent. okay is there anything else you want to say about joe Barrow? Mm, not really no I think we've covered all the bases. Yeah. It's a good show. Um, let's, I guess, bring this towards the end of the show. Um, Recommendations. Well, should we set new goals? I guess you said something more tangible for me when mm-hmm. it comes to my goal. What do you think? Like, if you were to set a goal for me, should we set each other's goals? Oh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> Mine would be like, for you, it'd be like, um, drink a gallon of milk. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, would, I wouldn't do that to you. That's like a challenge. Ooh, should we have goals and challenges? No. Should we introduce the dark side of the coin? I barely have energy for a thing, <laughs> for one the, thing. For the goal. As yeah. <laughs> okay, well, what would you set as my goal? Something more tangible. I know that you don't mean that literally, but... What a... Mm. You, but you mean something more that you can say was achieved. Yeah. Yeah, because like struggling with you know, self-doubt is something that you're going to have to struggle with kind of forever. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of built into your psyche. Yeah, for sure. Um, And so that's something that I can't really just overcome in seven days. Right. I feel like, I mean, it might not be a possible goal, and that's okay. Okay. But selfishly, I'd like you to finish the first issue. I think I can do that. So I could read it. I think I can definitely do that. I think I know exactly where this issue is going, what needs to happen in this issue, mm-hmm. and I think I can I can do that easily. Yeah. Between here and and next recording, yeah. You know, okay. I'm going to uh, you know, I'm going to raise you and I'm going to say that I'm going to get kind of deep into the second issue if not finish that one as well. Okay. So 
one thing about the second issue that I'm excited about is we're going to meet the main antagonist. antagonist. Yes. So I thought asking for finishing of the first issue was a lot already. I didn't know that the second issue is possible. I think the second issue is going to start with the antagonist and yeah. we're going to see him like, in, I'm going to try and introduce him in a similar kind of, um, a mirrored way that we are introduced to Kepler in yeah. the first issue. That's good. That's I want that. Just keep that momentum going. Mm-hmm. Even if you can't, that's okay. But I, at least my expectation is to read the first issue. Okay. Awesome. I'm excited. So for me, mm-hmm. mine is going to be such a baby goal compared to yours. That's okay. No, that's okay. That's, that's, that's part of this, this journey is that, we have to become comfortable with how to achieve goals no matter what size. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If any step forward is a step forward. Okay. Well, mine is to make a blog. Oh, that's not a baby goal. I mean, I'm I not going to have... I know you don't have to post a blog entry, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, no, I think that's a good idea. I want to... Because this is something that I've been putting around for so long. Like, I just need to get my foot in the door and just keep going. Mm-hmm. I want to create a blog and at least not just like, oh, the fun. Well, it's not always fun. It's kind of stressful. Not just the fun parts of designing it. Uh-huh. But I also want to at least fill out the about me section. Yeah. Like, I want to just really get it started. Okay. That way... You know, maybe within the net for the next episode, my goal would be to have an actual, either either an entry or ideas for entries, mm-hmm. something. But mine is obviously just such a baby goal compared to yours. But I think it's a good goal. I want to push myself to just just do it already. Okay. Um. Let's do. Should we come up with a goal for us together? For I guess stepping closer to marriage wedding um should we talk to our parents yes so i think we should actually go through the websites Mm -hmm. of the three locations i found compare try to make our best like like pros and cons for Mm -hmm. each venue yeah that way we can answer questions definitely i want to be able to answer questions because it can get so complicated like one venue will be like, oh, well, it comes with food. Mm-hmm. And then it gives you all the menu options. And then the other one's like, oh, well, we have uh, chairs. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, because there's no like set like, like, oh, this is what we demand of a venue. It's just right. like they have a list of what they think you would need. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. And like, it's just so complex. So I want to at least comb through those three options okay. and figure out, if we even want to show all three or just two, whatever, you know? Yeah. We, we, I think the more we know about everything, the the better it'll look with our parents and, and they'll be, I don't know. I, I feel like they're, they're ready to, to kind of talk about this. Yeah, they're ready. I think it's, the problem is that we just haven't Shown. come up with any material. Exactly. That's the problem with yeah. us. It is us. So I just want to be able to have something to show and numbers to give, you know? Cause like, I was kind of glancing over one of them, one of the replies, and I remember kind of being shocked that one of them had, you know, food included in the fee. Mm-hmm. I thought that would have to be a totally separate. What was fee. the food? Did does it say? Does it have a menu? Yeah, it had a menu. Oh, was so, it, any of it good? 
Yeah, I mean, I glanced over it. I didn't really look at it. Did I have um, um, chicken fried steak? <laughs> I don't <laughs> think it was chicken fried steak. I'm just kidding. But there was chicken um, <laughs> and vegetarian options. But yeah, you know, it's just things to consider. Yeah. So definitely just that on its own, I feel like it's already a big task. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a very doable but productive goal. Okay, awesome. Let's do our recommendations. Do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay. Mine is a song by Claro. Oh. It's called Bags. Now, I've never listened to her before. I've oh. heard of her for the last couple of years, and I've never gone out of my way to listen to her or anything. But on Spotify, um, it was on my Discover Weekly playlist, mm-hmm. and I just hit shuffle, first song that popped up, and I fell in love with it. Wow. So give it a listen. It's off the album Immunity. Good. <laughs> I will have listened to it by the time that I'm obviously putting it in the episode. So mm-hmm. I'm sure it sounds good. Um, mine is also a song. It's, oh, I should pull it up because I it's a lot to, to say. Mm-hmm. It's from, um, I'm going to cut this. Hold on. I know. <laughs> I do this every time where I'm not ready. <laughs> oh, my God. This is why I have notes. You're so much more better prepared than I am. So it is a remix. It is from the artist. Uh, God damn it. I just clicked out of it. It's from the artist Caroline Pelichek, Um, And it is a remix of one of her songs um, called. Fuck, where is it? Did she take it off? Oh, no. Okay, here it is. Okay, so it's from the artist Caroline Pelichek. It's a remix uh, and the remix is done by Toro and Moi, but it, this specific version, because there's two, this specific version is featuring Chino Moreno from the Deftones. Or it's not the Deftones, it's just Deftones. Here it is. Here's the song. <laughs> One one reason why I really fucking love this song is because it's like it's it's part of this like um, new wave of pop like underground pop like genre, but then it's remixed by Toro y Moi, but then it's like a different sound than what you would typically expect from Toro y Moi, mm-hmm. and it's very dark sounding, very thick, like oh, a, yeah, like a nice not... like like big deep tone, mm-hmm. and then it also has chino from deftones in it and it's just like what the fuck is this this is the most like like this is like a a hidden mashup you know and it's just it's crazy to see these three very different artists come together to make this deep like dark song and it's Mm -hmm. it's 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 a banger i love it so much i do want to include something about clara real quick okay one thing that i feel like i've been drawn to lately is women artists yeah because for a very long time i didn't really listen to a lot of women mm-hmm. besides like my staples which are lana del rey and grimes mm-hmm. so it's kind of nice having 
more bands or just women that I get to listen to. Yeah. So random, but and and Celine Dion, you forgot. Um, that's one of your staples. Hmm. What what is the Celine Dion song? I don't even know. It's like the. Is it like my heart will go on or something? Is that that one's Celine Dion, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah, bye. <laughs> I thought we had more to Do we have anything else to say? No. No? Okay, thank you guys for listening. We're okay. done. Okay, we're done. <laughs>